Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Up Tuesday in the zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on a Monday. Mondays are great days. You know, so many times you're in the workforce and you think, oh, wait, Monday. Mondays are really good. And they come after weekends when you talk about all the sports that went on. Randy Rainwater is out today. Ray Tucker is in central Arkansas. I'm mean, he can play his theme song if he wants. And we also are rejoined for the first time in a week by... Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. Okay, so Trey, how was it? Where'd you go this week, this past week? We went to New York. You went yeah, to New we York? Yeah, we took the... Yeah, I took the family to New York. We hadn't been there since pre-COVID, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the first spring break trip, I, trip I've taken since, like, 1998, Panama City. So wow. uh, it just worked out with, um, you know, the break between games. Um, so was able to get away and um, went to see uh, Aladdin on Broadway. My daughter's 10, so oh, wow. that was really cool for her and uh, went to the American Museum of Natural History and Summit, mm. Summit 1 Vanderbilt. We did the ice skating in Rockefeller Center and uh, went to the Museum of Ice Cream. Did a lot of fun the things. Museum of Ice Cream. Wow. Yeah, I think that was maybe her favorite stop. So, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a good time. So you actually got away from it all, Trey? Yeah, yeah, got away from it. And uh, got to do that every once in a while, get recharged and refreshed and um yeah, it just seemed like a good time to to take a trip, and luckily the weather cooperated. It was 60s and sunny most of the time. Wow. Uh, I, I've, so, got, I've got a question for you. I've been pondering this a little bit. You know, when the NIL came about, we would hear, well, this guy's getting this much, and this guy's getting this much, this player, whatever. <clears throat> How much NIL money is there at the University of Arkansas, and do you, do you know specific amounts that anybody gets? I know some amounts, uh, some of the amounts I've been asked not to divulge, but I can say there are athletes at the university making um, hundreds of thousands. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how much NIL money they have exactly, uh, but I can tell you this. If you're a starting quarterback in the SEC, you can expect to be making somewhere around 800000 to even upwards of $2 million. Wow. Hmm. If, you're a, if you're a really good player, like an all-SEC player, like every week you know that they're, you're going to be better than the person you're lining up against, um, you know, you might expect to make a quarter of a million. If you're a good player, like a good quality player, maybe a hundred. Hundred thousand, um, and if you're a, an average player, you can expect to make almost nothing. <laughs> and so and that can't go over well with your teammates. I mean, well, it's just no kind of yeah. how it is. Uh, you know, there's players that you know were at Arkansas that maybe didn't like what they uh, were offered in NIL, and um, a lot of those players are not with the team right now after being there last year. Maybe guys that you would ex- you would say. Why'd that guy leave? That didn't make any sense. Truth is, probably an average player that didn't wasn't worth to them as much as he might have thought he was worth. I ask. Think, I ask a basket. Excuse me, Rick. Go ahead. No, you think that's the same at every school, just at Arkansas, mm-hmm. or no? All every the SEC school. schools. Yeah. SEC schools, um, and I'm sure you know 
you know major programs in, in other conferences as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say that's pretty much probably about right for SEC schools. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, Ray. We'll ask what you were going to. Oh, I've forgotten now. <laughs> well, what about what about for basketball? Is it as lucrative for basketball players, knowing that it, it's about 28 percent of the school's income and football 70 percent? I think basketball is probably pretty lucrative. Absolutely. Um, you know, I know of instances where, you know, people have been inquired about donating, you know, fifty thousand um, dollars, and you know, just individuals, and, uh, you know, I I don't know as much on the basketball side of things. It's more Curtis's uh, field, but I'll say, like, anybody that has, like, illusions of, you know, like Anthony Black or Nick Smith coming back at Arkansas, and if there can be a, an NIL deal worked out or something, I mean, the number 10 pick in the NBA draft is oh, going to get right. $4 million guaranteed yeah, right. for the first year and then a guaranteed contract two and three and then, you know, the option on the fourth year. Um, I don't. Nobody's nobody's going to get $4 million to stay at Arkansas. Right, exactly. So, so with, with all this money, f- football, NIL, NIL money, uh, what does the parking lot look like? <laughs> they don't have an I don't know what the parking anymore, lot looks but like, but I'll say maybe some of the uh, there's some pretty snazzy cars the, out there. Yeah, some of the diamonds in the uh, in the earrings are real now. <laughs> well, how nice! Great to know that. <laughs> well, anyway, it's interesting, and yet you do have to say when you watch the NCAA basketball tournament that. The passion to play is still there with these guys. I mean, we're we're seeing the emotions that you rarely see in regular season games um, show up in tournament game after tournament game. So even if there some of them are getting NIL money, and some of these guys on the teams that are there now, I can't imagine the NIL is too lucrative at Florida Atlantic. Maybe yeah. not at San Diego State. So, um, but the emotions we're seeing in the tournament are pretty pretty real, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And maybe some of those guys at Florida Atlantic will have strong emotions for somebody else that is willing to give them NIL money <laughs> next year. Well, we know, we know about the big boosters at the University of Miami, particularly for football. Yeah. Now, right. I, I, I'm assuming that carries over to their basketball program, too. I would guess so. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure the makeup of, you know, who's transferred in and transferred out. So if I just – I know in this day and age it's it's just – so much easier to build a veteran basketball team. I think uh, it's a little passe to think that you can, you know, bring in a bunch of five-star recruits, and then by NCAA tournament time, they've gelled and they're ready, and you know, you can make a run, kind of like you know Duke and Kentucky used to do. You know, um, now I think it's just build a team of vet. It's so easy. Just I mean, you used to have to wait. For a real veteran team, and the mid-major guys would have, you know, these veteran guards, and you know, team that's played together for four years, and they would make a run in the tournament. And now, you can just build that team, you know, and maybe it takes them a little while to gel, but when they do gel, they're going to be better because they're more experienced, they're bigger, they're stronger. Um, I, I thought it was a good analogy. Uh, I think Kenny Smith said, you know, Tennessee before they got knocked out, uh, you know, they look like a NBA G League team. Um, you know, so I think that's just where we are now. We're seeing it with the NCAA tournament, with the the teams that have advanced now. I think more than ever, it's just about getting to the tournament and not running into that buzzsaw like Arkansas did. Arkansas always seems to run into the buzzsaw, don't they? Where there's mm-hmm. North yeah. Carolina finally putting things together like they did last year, Baylor the year before, UConn this year. Um, Maybe one day Arkansas will be the buzzsaw, but uh, man, UConn sure is playing good basketball. I know they've got a veteran unit. I'm not sure exactly um, how the makeup of their team is, but uh, I know they've got a they've got some older players on that squad. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Arkansas does with the portal coming forward. I mean, we're it's portal time. You know, we're going to start seeing guys get added to Arkansas's roster, uh, guys leaving Arkansas's roster as well. I mean, it's it's about to get real chaotic for for basketball. So it should be fun to follow it this year. All right, we've got a caller. We'll go to him in just a second. I want to throw a stat out there. I asked a Division One basketball coach recently how many guys. I'm assuming we we're talking about last year. How many guys did not get picked up who entered the portal? And he said 730. Mm-hmm. Wow! They just whizzed away their their college scholarship. 
Yeah, well, some of them didn't have the option to return to yeah. the school they were at. Yeah. You know, because it cuts both ways. <laughs> Sometimes you want to stay somewhere and you don't have any choice but to enter the portal. All right, Tom's got a question for Trey. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, uh, this is a little bit off the topic of the NIL money, but uh, I had a question about, I thought where Mike Anderson was going to sue uh, St. John uh, for a, the, the way he was terminated. Uh, I don't know whether he did those things or he didn't, but uh, do you see more of that that uh, might be taking place where they fire with cause uh, to get out of paying some of these government oh, yeah. contracts? I mean, Universities what they love to fire for cause if they can. If, it, yeah, I mean, if, if it's looking like were, the end of the road. Look at the Florida coach. That's the, the best example a few years ago, ago, Jim McElwain, when he said he was talking about receiving death threats. And the AD said, well, this is a matter we hold very seriously. I think he probably had an idea that he wasn't telling the truth. So this is a matter we take very seriously and uh, requested to see the, the death threat emails. McElwain couldn't produce them. He was uh, accused of, you know, basically said, we're going to fire you because you're lying to us about, you know, a serious issue. And they fired him with, that, with cause. So yeah. they were not, I don't they know. did not have to pay his buyout. And like I said, I don't know whether Mike Anderson did or didn't do what they said he did. I, I mean, we weren't there, but it was just out of character for what he, uh, for what his reputation has been, kind of. And uh, I didn't know if they would be. If we see more of a uh, microscope, uh, even the coaches in there, more microscope to get out of paying that. Like they owed him eleven million dollars. Yeah. Well, Connecticut, uh, they fired a coach with cause a few years ago, and. Uh, he sued and got every penny from him. So and Mike may do the same thing. Here's what I, I look at it. St. John's does not have football. They are a school in New York City. $11 million in their budget is probably a lot more than it is at Alabama, Auburn, LSU, or Arkansas. And so if they can get out of it, that's probably good. But what happens is, trading say this is right or wrong, they're probably not only going to pay in the eleven million. They're probably going to pay their legal fees to lose the case too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Okay, thanks for calling because they've got to prove whatever charges they've made against him, and they're all kind of ethical things. You think of Mike Anderson, really? I don't think yeah. so. Doesn't doesn't add up. No. Um, I always thought that was such a weird hire, though. I mean, he just doesn't yeah. have that any background in New York. Right. You think yeah, he was head coach once at UAB? That that would have been a, a made all the fit. sense in the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But maybe wasn't available at the time. So, for one thing, of course, Arkansas would have had to pay him some money and didn't because mm-hmm. he got a job right away. Anyway, okay. So football starts again tomorrow. Trey, what do you yeah. expect? I expect them to continue to shake things up on the offensive line. Um, you know, we never saw Devon Manuel on the right side. I think you'll see stuff like that, um, just just shaking some things up here and there, continuing to kind of work the puzzle. I think the same thing with the defensive secondary. Uh, we've seen some guys move around here and there. We're expecting Quincy McAdoo to, to come back, hopefully, uh, for these next ten practices. They'll continue to install probably five more practices worth of install up to practice ten, I think, is kind of what Sam Pittman had projected. We've seen them run two back sets. We've seen them run uh, two tight ends, uh, you know, uh, several different things. Uh, scrimmage. Probably April 1st. That practice is closed, unfortunately. Um, you know, maybe sometimes they change their mind and open stuff, but uh, right now that's listed as a closed practice on April 1st. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I guess just three weeks of practices, 10 total to complete the 15 for spring. And, uh, yeah, continuing to, I think those are probably the two. Uh, most intriguing areas to look at, offensive line and, and defensive secondary. And the secondary will get even more interesting once Ladarius Bishop comes back when because he, he's not back yet. Al Walcott, when he comes back. Jaheim Singletary, when he joins the fold um, this summer. And uh, so 
things will get real interesting, I think, in the secondary at that point. And, you know, there's still transfer portal stuff. Just because the portal's not open yet doesn't mean there aren't guys that are still in there right now, as we saw with James Singletary. Um, you know, recruiting visits, yeah. I believe that starts April 1st and runs through June 27th when they can start having official visitors in for the class of 2024. So that's another something cool coming up to look forward to. And, of course, visitors still are happening. And uh, then April 17th is evaluation period. Coaches can get out on the road uh, recruiting. Of course, that will be at the end of spring football. Um, so, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on for, for football right now in terms of, you know, the upcoming transfer portal, which is May 1st. Uh, spring evaluation period coming up April 15th. Um, official visitors April 1st. Still can have visitors coming in uh, just unofficially. And then spring football, 10 more practices, three weeks worth of, of spring football. Uh, you know, I, some of my observations so far, I really like what I've seen out of Jacoby Criswell so far. I think that what he's shown so far tells me. Um, you know, this could be the next guy after K.J. Jefferson. I think K.J. will probably go in 2023, even though he has a COVID year left in 2024. I think he'll probably go. And uh, and that gives Jacoby Criswell two years of eligibility. He's got three right now, but by then he'll have two more years of eligibility. Throws a really nice ball, nice tight spiral. I might argue that he has maybe the strongest arm on the team um, and maybe, the you know, the most consistent spiral too. So he throws a really nice ball. That doesn't always mean everything when you put somebody in a game, but he's also got some legs uh, to run. Uh, you know, among the the freshmen, uh, Luke has has really jumped out to me. Um, you know, I, he's the smallest tight end. I think that's maybe what hurt him a little bit in recruiting rankings because he kind of dropped a little bit. Uh, he was still a four-star, but he wasn't as high as he was initially. Uh, but 6'3", 226 pounds, he's not the biggest tight end. You know, maybe slightly smaller than Brock Bowers, who I would probably – I'm not saying he's Brock Bowers, but I'm just saying that's maybe a, a decent comparison for him. He really packs a punch for that size. I mean, he'll hit you. Um, and, you know, just seeing him going through drills, you can see a lot of explosiveness with him. I think that he'll play uh, a good bit this year. And I, I think that they could use a veteran tight end. I don't know that he has to be just a stud, but a guy that can come in, you know, and, and help him. Uh, and the reason I say I don't know that he has to be a stud is because I think they're going to get some really good playing time out of Lucas this year. And we'll see on Shamar Easter also when he, he enrolls. But uh, has been there early. I think is going to be a guy that's going to help them this year, whether it's you know lined up as an H back or split out, maybe not as much as an inline guy this year, but uh, yeah, he's he, he's been pretty impressive, I think. And um, you know, um, Jalen Braxton is another guy that I would say has been impressive to me, but with Braxton, it's more the the case of you know where do you where do you fit in this first year with with has you know playing time is there for the taking with Braxton it's you know there's Jaheim Singletary Quincy McAdoo Ladarius Bishop Nudie McLaughlin um, you know several several cornerbacks uh, returning and coming in Lorando Johnson another guy that looks really good so you know playing time might be a little bit harder to come by there but um, so far all those transfers I think have looked pretty solid. Trajan Jeffcoat's another guy that really jumps out to you. Lorando Johnson, who I mentioned, Antonio Greer. And I'll say this about those linebackers. Uh, you know, they're all pretty yoked up right now. I mean, they, you talk about some biceps and some shoulders. These guys are, you know, pretty rounded off on the arms and, um, you know, put together. They, they look like they've had a really good offseason. Um, you know, I, I noticed Greer at first because I was looking for him, but you know, I was watching the other guys. And like, man, Manny Powell's pretty shredded, and mm. you know, Jordan Crook's pretty shredded. It's a young group overall, except for Antonio Greer, uh, Chris Paul in that group too. But uh, and it's not it's not a bad looking group in terms of talent. It's just just a little bit younger than you'd you'd like to have. Uh, I still think that they've got to do some work on the interior, of the defensive line. Uh, Eric Gregory's been uh, a little bit slow to move around. They've held him out. Um, Torian Carter is back and, and looks full go now. That's definitely a big help. I just think you need a couple more bodies there. I think they're in good shape at the edge uh, spots, at the defensive end spots. Um, I'd like to see him add another linebacker. I'd like to see him add a couple more safeties. And we'll see how they shake things up 
when you know Jaheim Singletary gets back and Walcott gets back. I think Walcott will end up being your nickel, but we'll see how they shake things up. But I, I still think from a numbers perspective alone, you need a couple more safeties because if anything, we learned anything last year, it's uh, – you know, these may be your five best D-backs, but you better have five good ones behind them, and then you're going to rotate, or you know, you're going to play backup. So you better have five more good ones after that. You really need like 18 scholarship defensive backs, I think. But uh, you know, just the way the injuries happened last year, I mean, you can't just say, "Well, this is a good 11." You know, you better have <laughs> you better have a really good 22 on defense. Exactly right. You know, it's interesting. It used to be many years ago, you had to wait until the f- spring football was nice, but you had all this incoming group coming in the fall. Yeah. This year, most of the freshmen are already here. There will be some transfers coming in in the fall, but we'll, maybe not in quite the numbers we're used to seeing newcomers. Is that correct, or could we see as yeah. many as well, 10 to 12 or 15? You're still going to see a lot because there's you know 20 freshmen signed and 12 of them are here, so you still got eight more. It's not as much as you used to see, but uh, you still got eight more. And then, you know, I've got them at 77 total scholarships, so that's eight more spots there on transfer additions. Um, and Jaheim Singletary's not enrolled, so, you know, Obviously, that's nine. Yeah, that, that's a big-time one coming in. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's nine. Um, so you've got, you know, eight more freshmen coming in, and you would think at least nine more transfer additions and we're still we're going to see guys that are on the roster right now there's going to be players that leave in the may in the may portal window um you know somebody's not going to like travis williams not going to gel with him or something i'm not saying that i know that i'm just you know putting a hypothetical out there uh somebody thought they were in really good position for playing time and here comes this transfer or maybe a freshman jumped over them you know something like that that'll happen um and so i say 77 uh, you know out of 85 i say they have 77 uh that number could drop also certainly could well your number dropped fast trey been gone a week and that 25 minutes went really fast didn't it Yes, sir. How about that? All right. Well, we'll look forward to your observations from spring football tomorrow. Yep. When Trey Biddy will be back with us. Meantime, we've got Jared Wagner coming up on Drive Time Sports. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, and All About Tire and Brake. Hurry in for our best deals at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Then get away to someplace fun, like jet skiing in Key West. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, going on now. Now get 0% APR, zero payments for 90 days, and 500 bonus cash on select vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, for well-qualified buyers only. Offer ends 4323. Call 1-562-314-4603 for complete offer details. Big Red Stores believe in giving, and we believe in supporting the communities where we live and work. And that's why every year in March, we raise funds for Arkansas Children's. We know there are a lot of good causes to give to, and we certainly appreciate you helping us out. In fact, with your help, over the past few years, we've raised over $1 million for Arkansas Children's, and we also make sure that 100% of your donation goes to Arkansas Children's, including all sales this month of our big cookies, where you can buy one and donate at any big red store or order a dozen at select stores. So donate to Arkansas Children's today at your local big red stores. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart has always been your Winchester Ammo headquarters, not only for the best prices, but now for a limited time only, earn a 20% off rebate through April 30th on the ever-popular Winchester Target full metal jacket rifle products in 556, 300 Blackout, 223, 6.5 Creedmoor, 350 Legend, and 762 by 51 Maximum rebate of $75 per household. So go to Max Prairie Wings for a huge selection of Winchester Target Loads pistol and rifle ammo. Or click MaxPW.com and have it delivered to your home. Free shipping on orders over $99. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, We've reached for greater because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Dealing with HR is hard. 
There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Great friend and great supporter of the Buzz First Security Bank. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com. And get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, not tonight. Randy Rainwater's off today. It's Ray Tucker in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer. And before we introduce you to Jared Wagner, we need to ask Ray Tucker, what's on your show tonight at 7 o'clock? Uh, we've got a couple of great guests in studio with us. Austin Booth, who is the director of the Arkansas Game and Fish, and Deke Whitbeck, who is the president of the Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation, will be in studio with us. And if you've got questions for them, uh, we don't normally take a whole lot of phone calls as we interview our guests, whatever. If you have questions for these guys, feel free to call in. Okay, we'll do that, and we're now glad to be having this call in from Jared Wagner. Jared, thanks for joining us again tonight. Yep, thanks Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and he brought to... Brought, oh, you'll go ahead, Ray. You can tell him who, is, who brings <laughs> us to He's brought him. to you by Fat Burgers in Conway and Greenbrier. That's right. Now, Jared, I have to ask you, Ray Tucker is on with us. Randy's out again tonight, so it's Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer. Uh, Ray talks a lot about fishing. Do you fish? Yeah, yeah, I love uh, love fishing um, during the summers. Uh, we had a little pond that we would fish um, up in Nebraska, and I really enjoy crappie fishing a lot. Uh, my uncle's actually a professional, kind of weird deal, but uh, he takes me out every once in a while in Missouri. So I definitely enjoy fishing. No kidding, your uncle is a professional fish. Ray, there you go. Maybe you need to get him on your show sometime. Yeah, we'll we'll get a number from you. Jared Wagner's <laughs> uncle is a professional. Does he have Does he have great success? Uh, he's been doing well ever since the uh, you know the electronic has kind of changed the uh, kind of changed the game of professional fishing. Fishing, so it's been a challenge for him, I think, recently. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool to talk about. And he enjoys. I I talk to him all the time about it, but he's he's pretty good at what he does. My my co-host of my show, Brian Hendricks, is the outdoor editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and he had a piece yesterday. And for a number a number of years, Jared, uh, s- some of the top guys, money winners uh, on the tours out there, were were from Arkansas, and uh, the numbers have kind of decreased. But I'll tell you what, this is electronics and all that stuff has changed the game big time for a lot of folks. That's for sure, Jared. You're probably so good with a bat. You're the same way with a rod and reel right you just throw it in there and they jump on your hook is that what happens <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know about that one <laughs> maybe okay, a little now. bit better with the bat than i am with the rod and reel but uh <laughs> i try it i give it my best go 
Believe it or not, I, I have known some Razorback baseball players who came to Arkansas because they knew it was a great place to hunt and fish. So during the off season or before your season started, did anybody take you out to any of the lakes in Arkansas to fish? No, no, I didn't. Oh, um, I haven't fished down in Arkansas at all. Okay, well, you probably won't have much time when the season's over. You'll be headed on to bigger and better things, so that that's too bad. Okay, so do you know do you know anything about Arkansas baseball history other than that they've been really good? Uh, yes, I do. I would say it's a bad in depth, so I'm still learning a lot of things. Okay, I'm going to throw two names at you, and let's see if you have any idea who these guys are. Have you ever heard of Ryan Lundquist? Yes, I've heard the name. Don't know really? a lot about okay. Ryan. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you why I'm bringing up Ryan Lundquist. And, um, he has the season record for home runs at Arkansas, 24. You're almost halfway there with the season not halfway over. So that's a number you can think about is 24. Have you ever heard of Jeff King? That one I have not. Jeff King uh, holds the season record for RBIs with 82 in a year. You're almost halfway there, and the season's not halfway over. So that's another number you can think of. Jeff King was the number one draft pick in the draft of 1986, I believe. The Pittsburgh Pirates. He was the first guy selected, played many years with the Pirates and also the Kansas City Royals. Um, So those are two numbers you can think about as your season goes along. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure you, you're not worried about numbers. You want to win games. So let's start with the good news. Friday at LSU. Big crowd. Noon game. One-to-one tie in the 10th inning. What was that 10th inning like at Baton Rouge? I mean, that entire game was was uh, was just so tight, you know. Um, Hunter and, and Holland did such a, such a tremendous job. And then going into the 10th, um, you know, Reese got that that pinch hit home run obviously that's the biggest swing he's had mm-hmm. and uh that was that was incredible um great great choice with with uh DVH bringing him in and he absolutely smoked that that ball and that was just uh you know just a tremendous momentum shift and then obviously we we closed it out so you know going toe to toe with uh with their their pitching staff and then uh obviously Hunter and, and Hagen uh it was, it was a pretty impressive game you know it was Obviously, uh, Skeens is a, is a really talented pitcher, and knowing that we can we can win a Friday night game like that against someone with that caliber, that's that's awesome. You know, there are those that say he is the top pitcher in college baseball. He's going to be the top pitcher drafted, most likely. What was it like hitting against him? Yeah, it uh, it gets on you quick. You know, he uh, <laughs> pretty sure he's at I don't know ninety nine one hundred one at a one hundred two one. So. Uh, Definitely gets on you quick, and and you don't have a lot of time to react. I know, I didn't didn't get a hit off of him, but uh, I was just a hair behind a couple times, and, and uh, you know it's it's challenging. Does that show you kind of what the Friday night games are going to be like in the SEC? You maybe not see anybody as good as he is, but there's always going to be really good pitching on Friday. Oh yeah, Friday's always going to be kind of a. a a pitcher's duel to to some extent, you know, because each team's throwing their best dudes, and uh, you know you're getting their best bullpen arm, and, and you're going to see that closer on Friday night, um, depending on the game situation. So, you know, that's that's something that you know we're going to see down the road um, here, and hopefully, you know, we'll it'll be we'll keep games tight and, and come out on top like we did like we did on Friday. I'm assuming that the there are fans in the, in left field at. Uh... Uh, Alex Box Stadium in Baton Rouge. Uh, am I correct on that? Yes. yes uh, that how is they correct. treat you? How'd that's they treat what, you? That's what I want to know. How they treated you? <laughs> they did not treat me as bad as Jason Wrightfield. I will tell you that. So really? He was getting heckled. Uh, yeah, they got a little student section or something going on out there. So they were heckling him pretty good. Uh, the people on left, they, they gave me uh, a little crap, but uh, it was. Was not be bad. So. Well, you hit a couple of homers, so they couldn't give yeah. you a whole lot of. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I think both games when we went up up early in that first inning, um, they didn't talk as as much after those games. So you had to think coming back. You just won a game with eight runs the ninth or the tenth inning. You came back. You hit a home run in the first inning the next day. 
I know it's a nine-inning game, but at that point, you had to feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was a good swing, and, and to be able to put your team kind of on top in that first inning um, is always a good feeling. Um, you know, and then obviously we we got exposed in a few areas, and and uh, that game, both of those games, got out of hand. But uh, yeah, I mean, you want to put pressure on them early and, and often, and you know, that's kind of the name of the game. Well, give me a chance to talk about uh, Dave Van Horn here. I have a hard time saying DVH. I've known him an awful long time. What is it like playing for him, and what makes him so good? Well, like you see, uh, you know, with that Reese bench hit, that's uh, you know, that's just a, a great way to manage the game. And, and then, uh, you know, he lets uh, lets the players. He's got confidence in his players, and you can tell um, just in the dugout and stuff that you know he's he he knows that you're going to get the job done, and he's he's always going to. Uh, put you in the best position to win and make uh, you know critical decisions that are going to end up helping the team. So he's just it's a great baseball mind and uh, you know I, I'm just very grateful to have the opportunity to play for such a legendary coach. It's easy for you to say that because he's not walking out to the mound taking the ball from you. <laughs> I would think pitchers and and again I think he's very good at building their confidence but uh, it was a tough day for our two tough days for Arkansas's pitching staff or two tough games on Saturday, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I think uh you know, I think they controlled the strike zone well and then uh, you know, when we made a you know, a few mistakes they were they put really good swings on it. You know, that, that lineup at L S U, uh, they're very talented. Uh, you know, Cruz is I don't know, maybe one of the best pure hitters I've seen. Um, he's having a tremendous year and, and had a great weekend against us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they uh, when you made mistakes, they, they made us pay on uh, Saturday and Sunday. It's interesting because if you'd have played that series at Bomb Stadium, you might have taken them two out of three. How how big is home field advantage in baseball? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it is a, a, a huge deal. Because you know you get the fans involved. Um, when you start getting momentum at home, um, and you, you get the fans cheering for you, it just seems like they can they can sustain that longer until someone does um, or the opposing team does something, um, you know, to stop that score run or, or a home run or you know big strikeout short inning stuff like that. Um, but also just from a travel standpoint too, I think you know a lot of people don't really think about that um, travel effects some players um differently it's not like you know you kind of have a routine here uh, maybe that you get used to at home and then you go on the road and that routine gets messed up so I mean, there's a couple ways that uh you know home field advantage just playing at home too you know your ballpark as well so there's a couple things things that kind of when you're at home it's a it's a little bit different but uh excited to be back at home for another sec series this weekend so weather should be i think it was looking good so it'll be yes. a little bit different than that auburn <laughs> well, you you said cold weather didn't bother you, but you probably like it when it's a little warmer, right? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit warmer would be all right with me. <laughs> well, and they, tomorrow's a, a night game for a non-conference game against the University of Omaha. You know anything about them? No, yeah. Uh, we played Omaha oh. midweeks all the time at Creighton. At Creighton, sure. Yeah, so, uh, you know, honestly, they gave us... Uh, they're, they play midweeks really tough, you know. It's kind of they're they're sick, and uh, you know I think obviously anytime a, a team comes and plays us in a midweek, we're going to get their best. So uh, you know I actually know a few guys transferred from Creighton to Omaha, and then uh, mm. their best player Mike Bovey is actually 40 minutes away from where I live, and he's uh, he's a really good kid, and so I know a few guys on that team, which is which is cool. So so you can give the scouting report tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I know some tendencies of uh, some of their players, so I don't know how much their uh, their roster has changed since last year, but uh, they do play midweek stuff. I know they, uh, it seems like every time we played them, they were just juiced up. You know, it was also that big rival. Yes. Cross, cross town, so. Sure, against Creighton, absolutely. Okay, we're visiting with Jared Wagner, Arkansas outfielder. Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, we'll be back with you after this timeout on Drive Time Sports.
True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. With True Service, you get cash rewards with your debit card. Online at trueservice.net. Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan zero-turn mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's Are enough it? right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can... I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rowland. Guys had a great time out at Hogsmeat Market in North Little Rock. They're back in studio on Tuesday. Brady Slavens joins the show to talk about Razorbacks baseball this past weekend's loss to LSU and moving forward this weekend against Alabama. Also, the guys continue to look forward to the Final Four that's coming up on Saturday. And also, the Arkansas Derby is coming up this Saturday at Oakland. They'll have more thoughts on that. Tuesday morning, 6, 10 a.m., right here on The Buzz. We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney Buick GMC. Great rates. Delayed payments and no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick. Guatney for GMC. Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. If you're looking to do some real work, you need to go see Henner. Now, Henner Foothills Equipment has a Kubota L2501 tractor package. It has got all the whistles and bells, but here's the important thing. What goes with it so that I can do the job? Example, there is a Lampride box blade. There is a Kubota front-end loader. There's a Lampride rotary cutter. And then on top of that, you're getting a trailer with ramps, So you can be versatile, obviously, and move it all over. And then you got all those different options. Now, the folks at Hennard's, they'll help you. Taylor's Custom Package, it meets your specific needs, and they service what they sell. 501-268-1987 or hennardfoothills.com. Located in Searcy. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on a Monday. Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer with you, and we're visiting with Jared Wagner, Arkansas's outstanding outfielder. Jared, we were talking about uh, home field advantage. And, Ben, by the way, um, we need to let you know that uh, Jared Wagner is certainly sponsored. And we want to give great credit uh, because anytime we have anybody on that's sponsored, we want to let them know about that. And that is uh, sponsored by, hmm, 
Well, I lost it, Ray. You uh, had Pat, it a Matt's ago. Burger Pat, and Conway Pat, and Greenbrier. Conway and, Je- Conway and Greenbrier. That's right. I had Conway and Greenbrier. Fat Burger. So do us a favor. Next time you're at Fat Burger in Greenbrier or Conway, let them know how much you appreciate them sponsoring Jared Wagner's spot on the show. That would be really, really good. Talked about home field advantage and college baseball, Jared, is, is emotional. You get crowds that are emotional. Did you watch any of the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, I did. Uh, what do you think of those was, crowds? That That's amazing to see baseball crowds like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is really cool, especially, you know, those guys are getting the opportunity to represent, you know, their country, and those, those fans love it. So, uh, you know, I've seen a bunch of stuff on Twitter from, you know, Trout. I think he came out and said, you know, I don't see why everyone's not doing this, you know, being able to represent USA and stuff, so... It's a really cool event, and it was, uh, you know, those home field crowds were really cool. And, you know, the Dominican, uh, Mexico team, they had they had some crazy fans, and yeah. it, was, it was just really cool to see. Jared, here's a little footnote for you. Trout used to play for the Arkansas Travelers over here in North Little Rock. Yeah, he did. Exactly yep. right. Did, did uh, Seattle's outfielder Rodriguez, did he ever play in Little Rock? He's He is the hot young name. I don't recall, Rick. Because Seattle is now, I think that's that's their home team. Well, it is amazing. And it's kind of like, Jared, it's kind of like the World Series. Uh, kind of like going to Omaha for a college team to play in these things. A big difference between playing seven games and playing 162, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is uh, definitely a difference between college baseball and professional. Just from a uh, you know, standpoint of, of just the games and how many there are and they you know, you get breaks, breaks in college baseball, and and you kind of practice more. So you, I, I think you can develop a little bit more. I'm sure in college. Talk, so, I'm sure you've talked to guys who have gone to minor league baseball, and you may even know some major league baseball players. What do they tell you? The biggest difference is for playing every day. Obviously, is one, but what's the biggest difference that you hear between playing college baseball and playing professionally? Yeah, I. I got a couple friends and, and um, that are playing minor league ball right now, and and uh, you know I think the biggest difference is is like I said, just the games. So how do you how do you get your body prepared to play? You know, six six days a week, seven days a week, um, compared to maybe college where you're playing you know a weekend series and a midweek. Um, so it just comes down to finding out what what works for you from a strength and conditioning standpoint. Um, to be able to to be able to perform to a high level, but keep keep strength. So that's kind of um, you know the the guys I've talked to. That's that's the big thing. Uh, talking about staying healthy and et cetera. Uh, on a given day, what do you eat? Um, so I yeah, so I keep my breakfast about the same. I eat, uh, wake up, eat four eggs, um, do a bagel, and uh, in the morning, and then I like to get a wrap. Um, for lunch on game days and uh, get another smoothie and then after the game uh, or I guess before the game get a, get a little bit of a snack maybe you know a granola bar or uh, peanut butter and jelly and that basically I think sets me up to uh, you know to play my best I got enough food in me but not too much where you're you know you're lethargic so football and basketball have team pregame meals does baseball do that yep Yep, we do that, and uh, we actually have our nutritionist here at, at Arkansas, and she does a tremendous job making sure, you know, we're we're eating enough because uh, during the season a lot of people lose some weight. Um, that's pretty common. I've I've seen that at Creighton too. So, uh, you know, she she's checking in on your weight and making sure you're eating enough, and then uh, from there it's kind of your own responsibility to make sure make sure you're getting what you, what you need to heal up and uh, you know eliminate as much soreness as you can throughout the season. Does she go on the road with you? And how about a situation like Saturday where you're playing a doubleheader? Do you eat pregame meals before both games? Yeah, yeah. She uh, she goes on the road with us, and uh, you know we're always she's always talking to us, making sure we're eating eating enough and and setting up some meals on the road. Um, yeah, she uh, she set up. Uh, I think we got a wrap before the or between games, um, and then we got a breakfast in the morning that that she had come in. So. Obviously, you can't be as consistent as like being here. Like I said, I'm pretty much eat four eggs. Like it's all planned out when I'm at home. But uh, 
you gotta eat what you gotta eat on the road and make sure you have enough energy and she does a she does a great job uh, of that so very good okay so Alabama this weekend obviously you've told us a little bit about Omaha tomorrow what do you know about Alabama yeah I think uh, you know I think I'm pretty sure they're ranked um, they uh, I think they've kind of struggled here once they got into SEC but uh, I think they can hit a little bit and uh, and pitch a little bit so you know I think it'll be a, a good weekend I don't know a whole lot about them to be honest I haven't looked that yeah. far ahead um but I think they're going to be a they're going to be a pretty pretty solid team. Well, you won't be responsible for their scouting report like you are for Omaha, so it's okay if you don't know a lot about them yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it is it is a bomb saving. So I was looking at the temperatures this weekend. I think it's uh, seventy two Friday, sixty three Saturday, seventy two Sunday. So that, that's that's a lot better than the Auburn weekend, isn't it? Yep. Yep, that is uh, that is a little bit better, and uh, you know I'm excited to see what kind of crowd that brings. You know, so I'm excited to play in front of our our fans and uh, be back at home. Nice to do that. How, is there a mental adjustment after you lose a series baseball? You kind of have to put any loss behind you because you play so often. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously we we didn't win the series at, at LSU. Uh, you know, something we want to do every weekend. But uh, after a weekend like that, you gotta you gotta move on quick. You know, we have a game tomorrow, and then obviously the weekend. Um, you know, for me, it's just uh, look at kind of what what can you learn from it. Use use uh, you know those struggles to your advantage, so that as we move throughout, you know, we got what twenty four SEC games left to, to move throughout the rest of those games. How are we gonna make uh, you know make adjustments, maybe mentally? Um, or uh, just just learn from it. That's the big thing moving forward. It's interesting because that was your first series in somebody else's ballpark, and uh, when you're playing games 22, 23, and twenty four, first real road games. That's kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, at Creighton, I was actually super used to. Uh, you know, since it's so cold, the first three three weeks you're mm-hmm. you're on the road, so that was a little bit different. But I don't know. I, I mean, that I don't think that really affected us at all um from a just a preparation standpoint I, I feel like we were prepared as you most always are okay so this weekend arkansas plays alabama and um jared uh, anything else you're hitting 384 so it's obviously not you're not making a lot of uh, you're not trying to make a lot of adjustments to your swing right now are you no no i'm pretty much trying to stay consistent and, and that's the big thing uh just Keeping the same routines I got going into the game, and uh, the same mental mental approach to the game. Well, next time you're talking to uh, somebody affiliated with Arkansas baseball that knows her history, remember Ryan Lundquist and Jeff King. How about that? Two, All right, two, two targets. All right, Jared. Thanks yep. a lot. Look forward to the weekend, and look forward to having you again next Monday. Yep, appreciate right. it. Thank you. That is Jared Wagner, Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports. We'll be back with Pat Bradley after this on Drive Time Sports. Relate Care in Sherwood is having a job fair Wednesday, March 29th. Relate Care is hiring RNs who can work from home along with patient service representatives. Stop by their job fair March 29th from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. in Sherwood at the Wildwood Center Medical Towers. It's the grand opening extravaganza Saturday at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stanford Road in Conway.